Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 114 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about proprioception what it is and why it's so important. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, you know, how to break it down so you can understand it a little bit better, how to explain it to patients because it's very important that before you give them balance exercise or proprioceptive exercises that they understand why it is they're doing what they're doing. Um, give you some examples today of, of how I explain that. Um, and uh, we just want to um, talk about how do we improve proprioception, what causes proprioception to be um, diminished or suppressed. Um, but before we do that, we're just going to stop and uh, take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So some of you may use the term proprioception. Others may use the word kinesthesia. They're basically interchangeable. Both are defined basically as a sense of, you know, body position and self-movement. So you really, it's about where your joint is in space or where your body is in space. Now, here's a little example I like to use when I try to ex explain what proprioception is to a patient. So if I talk to them about the activities we're going to be doing and why, what I do is I take my arm and I put it out to the side, kind of like in the pitcher's position, and I look in the opposite direction. And what I do is I straighten and I bend my finger, my index finger, and I tell them that I am straightening it and bending it as I am doing that. And basically telling them that the receptors around my joint in the tendons, in the muscles surrounding that area, are sending messages to my brain telling me where my joint is in space, okay? So it's very important that you have good proprioception so you can do things like, you know, balance, fine motor coordination, you know, things like knitting or using chopsticks, you know, balancing on a rock when you're crossing a stream, you know, things like that. I'm sure you get the picture. Um, so when you explain this, and you see your patients and you want to do proprioceptive training, always remember that the eyes and vestibular system also play a huge role in movement balance and body awareness. So if you have one system that's deficient or absent or suppressed, 
the others have to work harder, right? So take that into consideration if people may have visual issues or if somebody's having um, some vestibular problems, um, that is going to make working on proprioceptive sense a lot more difficult. Um, so keep that into consideration. So I'm going to give you a little scenario here. We're going to talk about an injury, an injury and this kind of falls in place with the last couple of episodes that we've had um, regarding swelling and joint distension and stuff like that and how it can affect us. And so I'm going to give you this little scenario. We're going to talk about an injury. We're going to talk about how it affects proprioception. And then we're going to talk about a important progression when training people for proprioceptive activity. So just imagine this. You're out playing tennis. You're running forward, the ball is suddenly hit to your backhand and you quickly change direction, your knee gives out, you tear your ACL, okay? So the mechanoreceptors in the ACL are obviously damaged. That is going to decrease your proprioception. The ACL is quite vascular, so it starts to bleed and you develop an effusion. With effusion, you get capsular distension, okay? So the capsule becomes stressed and strained and, and, and just like a water balloon, you put more water in it, the balloon becomes more stressed um, and it expands. And as it does that, um, you start to lose proprioception, okay? Because it alters those mechanoreceptors and, it, and, and so it changes that along with the pain that's associated with the injury, okay? So now you can, you can see where decreasing or addressing some of those issues can change your proprioception. So typically, when you treat patients, you work on obviously decreasing pain because that's why they are there to see you. You wanna increase range of motion. You wanna decrease effusion or swelling. So things like compression and elevation, anti-inflammatories, um, things of that sort can help decrease that distended joint. You decrease that distension, you now improve your proprioception. You're also gonna decrease that reflex inhibition that has been shutting down your quadricep. So as those start to improve, you then want to start to increase strength. And then when they become a little bit stronger, you start to develop some proprioception. Now, you can start training proprioceptors right away. Okay, the problem is that sometimes these positions are a little unstable, they may be a little bit difficult to do, and if the patient is not strong enough or still has too much pain and inflammation, they may have difficulty with that. But I'm a big proponent of starting proprioceptive activity in a safe way early on, okay? Um, so here's the progression I like to use, okay? It's very important that you start with a stable surface. So right on the floor, and if you're doing, and, and proprioception can be trained throughout your body for every joint, um, not just the legs, which is the most common area to work on proprioception, but it's very important to work on proprioception in the shoulder, in the scapular region, elbow, hand, wrist, uh, in the spine. I do a lot of spinal proprioceptive activities. Um, that is all very, very important because whenever you have injuries, you lose that proprioception, okay? So you always start on a stable surface, and that may be with both arms on the floor, both feet on the floor, both knees on the floor, um, and then you use both extremities, okay? So if you're doing a standing balance activity, you start with both legs on a solid surface, Start with the eyes open, okay? Once you um, the patient gets better, they can start to work with activities with the eyes closed, and that increases the, um, the, the capability of the proprioceptors to work harder um, when you take the eyes out of the picture, okay? Um, you know, don't do 
more proprioceptive activity than the joint can handle, okay? Because you remember that reaction time is going to be somewhat suppressed. And here's an example of um, this happened about 10 to 15 years ago. I remember somebody in uh, the fitness center one evening decided they were going to take a little running start jump off of a plyoback rebounder, which was at a 45 degree angle, and basically be recoiled back and land on one leg and maintain the balance. Well, this guy wasn't even fit enough to be um, balancing on one leg on a solid surface. So guess what happened? That leg gave out like had a massive uh, ankle sprain, was incapacitated for a long time. He was really lucky he didn't break his leg. So he just was not ready for that. Um, so it's important that you start with a stable surface. You go from stable to less stable, both extremities to one extremity, eyes open to eyes closed. Um, and then you can throw in some things like perturbations or tapping the patient. Let's say they're on a wobble board or on a balance board or an Eric's foam pad that's unstable. You stand behind the patient and you may give some pushes on the hips, on the shoulders, um, back and forth. You may um, do some taps on the board that they're on so that they have to work and react quickly to those changes in position. Um, that's very important. The other thing you need to remember, and just little tidbits of information that you should know, is that um, it can take a long time to recoup proprioceptors. Um, you know, it's pretty well known that even with the ACL patients who have ACL reconstructions, can be a year and a half to two years before they develop great proprioception in the leg if it ever becomes equal to the other side at all. Um, and this is with people who train, you know, pretty heavily. You know, when you have low back pain or a low back injury, uh, spinal proprioception is significantly decreased. So I do a lot of balance activities with my uh, spine patients, put them on half rolls on Eric's pads. We work on one-legged balancing um, and different activities of that sort to help build core stability, but also to Im increase proprioception to the spine. Um, you know, look at the, the, the foot for an example. People who have a locked varus forefoot where the, the big toe does not go down and reach the floor very well, you get the, a lot of feedback from the bottom of your foot and especially around the forefoot. And if that is diminished or if people have you know diabetes or diabetic neuropathy, loss of sensation in their feet, they lose that proprioceptive feedback. So things like orthotics that give you full contact to the bottom of your foot can really help to increase proprioception, decrease the risk of falling, uh, and improve balance. Um, so, you know, those are some things to take into consideration when talking about proprioception with your patients. And when you're treating your patients with proprioception, make sure that, you know, proprioceptive training can be fun. Uh, we throw balls and we have people do weird activities, um, you know, while they're doing their proprioceptive balance activities. But you need to make sure that you make it safe. Um, people can certainly injure themselves while doing proprioceptive uh, activities. We have never had that happen just because we take a very um, conservative approach to the progression on proprioceptive training. But it's a must. You should start it as early as possible as long as it's safe. Um, so that's our show today on proprioception, folks. If you have any questions or would like to make any comments, um, please get in touch with me at paul at orthoevalpal.com. 
Check out our new website at orthoevalpal.com and uh, see what we have for programs. We're doing online coaching. We have webinars and uh, the ultimate knee guide uh, that can help you in the clinic when uh, when working with patients and uh, really kind of help guide you along with your knee evaluations. And um, make sure you check out our YouTube videos. We've just put up some some brand new videos recently that are awesome. Uh, we have excellent patients who really like to help uh the world basically understand how to do evaluations better so they're very gracious at giving their time to um, to let me video them and talk about their scenarios so we can help other people um, improve their scenarios and their situations so again folks thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day we hope you've enjoyed the show for some more awesome content go to orthoevalpal.com can't wait to see you there